Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, Short Circuit, the shortest of circuits, and today I am joined by White Hat. So White Hat, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, Short Circuit, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So um, quick disclaimer before we get started, this this whole thing came about because you made a before and after post on Twitter um, just highlighting your your weight loss. Was that Was that right? That's correct. And it was an advertisement for a queue I was doing in the rock region, uh, just trying like an advertisement, getting guys out there and saying, come out and hear my story. I'll tell you how I did the weight loss and how I've grown through F3. And it seemed like that's, a really good way to motivate guys to come out and see me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And uh, I forget who it was. I, I, I'm i sure I'll, I'll tag the the ind- the culprit, the individual. Yes. <laughs> um, somebody pointed out, hey, you know, this is American Yammer material. And um, very quickly said, Hey, you know, white hat, you want to be on the podcast? And then, uh, so here we are. So it's, it's funny how that it always gets brought about. It's a lot of word of mouth. Um, but it's, it's really nice to be able to connect with guys like yourself and, and be able to do the podcast. Yes, sir. All right. So let's, uh, let's jump right in here. Name Arama, name, age, F3 name, Eric Bryan, 38 white hat, white hat. Yes, sir. Now, how long, how long have you been in F3 packs? Almost two years. My first okay. post was August 29th, 2017. August 29th, 2017. Oh, wow. So you're coming up on it. Real yeah, soon. almost two years. Yes, sir. There you go. All right. I was a 2017 guy myself, but I was November, so it was cold. Mm-hmm. There you go. And now, where do you um, where do you regularly post? I mean, are you like a five-a-day guy? Six-a-day? Uh, sorry, five-a-day. Five-a-week. <laughs> yeah, up to up to six days a week. Um, I found that I can't do that too frequently or my, my body doesn't get enough rest. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm at least four or five days. Um, you can find me in the rock region. Uh, we got 23 AOs. I tried to get around to all of them at some point every couple months. Um, my favorite is definitely, um, Eagle's nest. It's on Tuesday. Um, that's the, my first post was there back in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the following year, I'm sorry, that following December, I had my VQ at Eagle's nest. And then, uh, four months after that, I took site of Eagle's nest. So that's one that's very near and dear to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So you're, you're pretty much, you, you sort of work your way around, but Eagle's Nest is always a good spot to find you. That's correct. That's correct. That's awesome. Yeah. I know here in Greensboro, we've been doing, we've have a bunch of AOs now and it's starting to become a little, um, a little tribal, I guess if you want to say, mm. dare I say that? <laughs> um, so we, we've sort of put it out, put out the challenge like, Hey, you know, let's, let's try and hit every AO within mm-hmm. something like 12 weeks or something. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's great to hear that you're already doing that. I feel like it's good practice, good form for an F3 guy and try to get around his region. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's let's jump right into the meat and potatoes of this thing. So let's talk about life before F3. So what was your kind of fitness um, all the way leading up right up until you, you had that first workout? What was what, what did fitness look like for you kind of growing up and, and through, your, uh, through your life? 
Uh, starting back in high school, I wasn't involved with athletics back then. Um, as athletic I got was marching band and church softball. That's as far as I went, as far as that <laughs> was concerned. Um, but I graduated. I was super skinny. Um, I was in high school, a senior at 135 pounds. Um, then went to college for a few years, enlisted in the Army. So then I didn't have much choice but to get uh, more physically fit. Um, mm-hmm. In that time, I joined boot camp. So after two years after high school, I had already got, gotten up to 190. Um, mm-hmm. by the time I enlisted and then during basic advanced training dropped all the way back down to 160. Um, then from there, different things happened in the military, ended up being deployed. Um, you know, just encountered some not great, uh, situations over there, came back, had PTSD and was, uh, discharged, um, honorably. Um, and with the PTSD dealing with that, I was on medication that made me gain weight and then eating my feelings, not knowing what I was dealing with or what I was going through. And by the time 2007 hit, I was up around 300 pounds. Oh, wow. And then, um, in 2012, yes, I went to uh Carowinds and with my niece and was too fat to get on a roller coaster there. So mm-hmm. that was a real, um, a real wake up moment for me to do something and to get better. Um, so then started going to the gym and I'm pretty disciplined as far as that goes. Um, but then it's the gym and went through different gym partners. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, like dread says in free to lead, you got your fern and you got the girl at the desk. That's your workout partners. Um, and then I continued that and did the Pogo 40 for, uh, 2012, all the way up to about 2017 when F3 started. And then I really put the gas on and started that downhill weight loss. Um, and then my lowest has been 186 and I hit that earlier this year. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, uh, gosh, that's like a story unto itself right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just to kind of hear like, you know, all, all the pieces, right. All, mm-hmm. all of, of everything that you went through right there, including the, uh, the discussion about, you know, the Poco 40, mm-hmm. uh, which so many of, uh, of us have gone through. I, I will go ahead and take a, take a moment real quick. Uh, I, I did not know that the, the military was in your background or that you had actually deployed. So uh, I'll go ahead and give a shout out and say, thank you very much for your service. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So no real athletics in your background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love your, I've already hashtagged it here. Church softball. There you go. Um, uh, but y- you know, you, you're starting to see some weight gain, you join the military, it drops off um, through circumstances there. You're, you're, you're out of the military. The weight's starting to creep back up again pretty substantially. You get in the gym, fairly disciplined. You see the Pogo 40 until, until you get into F3, and now you're, you're on a, a, a downward, downward trend, which is a good thing. Yes, a great when thing. When it comes to weight. Mm-hmm. So let's talk now about fellowship. So what were kind of the, uh, the, the nature of of your relationships and friendships before you got involved with F3? Uh, coming into uh, before F3, I always had two, three, four really close friends, and that was it. Um, trust is an issue for me, and so you know, having people in my life for so long that I could trust, that I could rely on, um, and that's okay and everything until um, one of them moves away. So they're not out of my life. I don't, um, it's not that they're not my friend anymore. They're just not they just don't have proximity and yeah. kind of takes them out of that loop. And, um, one guy, uh, he, he gets married, nothing wrong with that, but again, completely drops out of my loop of close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, uh, tough in those situations. Uh, great to gain trust. It took a long time to gain my trust, 
and to have a close friend. But then, you know, once I lose a friend, I'm like, oh, now we have to start the process all over and, <laughs> and, you know, find somebody that, that I believe I can trust and open up to. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, and we've heard, we've heard similar, similar types of things, right. From, from other guys on the podcast and kind of growing up, you get a few close friends, but, um, invariably, you know, kind of the, the circumstances of life, the, the sifter, right. Mm, yep. um, situations come up, uh, you, you get married or a friend gets married and then inevitably somebody, somebody drops off the radar. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to your point as well, you know, wanting to sort of maintain that sense of, of trust, uh, which I think it was this week, this week's Q source, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, you know, maintaining that within the friendship is, is, is difficult. And yeah, to your point, when somebody drops out, it can be a little challenging to sort of, you know, bring it back up again. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so not too much fitness in the background. Um, you're, you're sort of finding the Pogo 40 in the, the gym. You got a few close friends, but, but not too many. And when, when one drops out, it can be very difficult to, to get them back. Let's talk now about the faith piece. So, um, what was kind of your your faith before F three, and not specifically your religion, but um, we're talking uh, in the in the greater scheme. I'll, I'll open up talking about the greater scheme of um, your 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 sense of purpose or, or uh, mm-hmm. impact within the community, or something greater than yourself, or, or um, I'll un- un- inclusive as well as to your your religious background. Mm-hmm. So I uh, grew up Presbyterian, and I was uh, I was on drugs. I got drugged to church on Sunday, and whenever else the doors were open. <laughs> That's just, you know, um, unless, unless you're dead or dying, you're going to be at church. You know, there was no, um, there was no, you just don't feel like it or you're super tired or you were up to three in the morning. None of that. You were going to go to church come, um, hell or high water. To part yeah. of my French. Um, and you know, going through that as a kid and my problem there was I never really understood why, like I knew that mm-hmm. we were going to church and, and doing all this stuff. I never really saw the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I struggled a lot with that. So I went to college and um, just kind of lost interest in church at all since I wasn't being drug anymore. Um, yeah. It wasn't really something that I wanted to be involved with because it's not something that was um, very personal to me. It was just something I did, not something I was. Yeah. Um, and then um, growing further, um, getting older and eventually getting back into church um, while I was at college. And really uh, finding my faith, figuring out who I was during that time period. Um, and now currently um, at a Baptist church, a uh, Sunday school teacher. And mm-hmm. I can say that my um, investment in that has been tremendous. And it's not just a place that I go. It's something I am. It's who I am now. Yeah. Um, and through F3, that's probably the least developed part of this was my faith. Because I felt like mm-hmm. that was already pretty strong. Um, did get some role models uh, through F3 uh, mm-hmm. packs that I could see actually living out the gospel and not just talking about it theoretically, which was my yeah. experience in, in church up to that point. Yeah. Well, and definitely I mean, there have been a number of guys that have been on the podcast as well as even guys here within the Greensboro region who were kind of already on that trajectory, right? Um, mm-hmm. Kind of finding that sense of, you know, I, I need to find like this faith needs to be mine, not just sort of the, the inherited, uh, the inherited faith from, from parents. Um, but you know, something that they're, they're really making real, um, amongst themselves and, and mm-hmm. F3 has kind of just helped to accelerate that in some, in some regard. That's right. I've heard it said that God doesn't have any grandchildren. 
he had children, believers in him. But just because your mom or your dad is saved doesn't make you um, any more special. Um, oh, so he doesn't okay. have any grandchildren. I've heard that too. <laughs> no, that's good. Mm-hmm. God has no grandchildren. Yeah. All right. So, so we've painted this picture now of what life for you, what life for White Hat, um, yeah. what life for White Hat looked like before F3. So you're, you're bouncing around with the Pogo 40, uh, going to the gym. You're fairly disciplined, but you're still seeing, you know, wait, come off, wait, go on, wait, mm-hmm. come off, wait, go on. Um, you talked about how you had only really a few close friends, not really surrounded by any type of a, a community or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then the faith piece, um, yeah, and I appreciate your candor there, you know, being kind of the, the least developed thing, but at the same time, having already started the trajectory of, you know, this is my faith, this is, you know, this is what I'm choosing to believe, in, and this is why, um, and sort of already moving on that track. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, we've painted the picture now of kind of what life looked like before. So let's talk now about that first workout. All right. So, so who's the culprit? Who EH'd you for starters? Uh, actually, no one. I was uh, self-EH'd. We've had one other guy who's been on the podcast who talked about he was self-EH'd. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay, so so how did you find out then about, about F3? Uh, I had a friend. I kept trying to uh, get him to go to the gym with me, and he went a few times, wasn't a disciplined, and heard about F3 through a, a news broadcast. Oh, and wow. uh, Yeah, I, I don't know when or where this was, but he said, let's try that out. And so... August 29th, 2017, we uh, ended up at Eagle's Nest for that first workout. Okay. All right. So it was just kind of like a, a word of mouth thing. Something Correct. came up on the news and mm-hmm. Buddy was like, hey, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. That was it. I'm curious, has that, has that friend maintained coming to F3 as well, as, as much as you have? Uh, no. Can I plead the fifth? I, I think I'd like <laughs> to plead the fifth at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you'd like. I can bleep it out later. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no worries. Um, so what do you, what do you remember from that first workout? I know you're talking about you're kind of already disciplined within the gym. Um, was it, was it something that was like, Oh, you know, this, this is easy. Was it, okay, this sucks. I hate this. Um, what, what do you, what do you remember from that? Oh, it was, it was super difficult because, uh, cardio, I would do the elliptical in the gym and then going from that, not, not doing the treadmill at all, but going from that to running, jogging, moseying, whatever you'd like to call it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, that about killed me. Um, I couldn't run a quarter of a mile that first workout. Um, and I would like to give a shout out here to, um, um, anchor bar here in the rock region who partnered up with me on that first workout. And he stuck with me no matter how far behind the packs we were and, or how slow we had to go. Uh, he kept asking me, can you run? And I said, I'd either say a little bit or no. And <laughs> that, that was, that was the theme of that first workout. Um, and I thought the Merkins were going to be the hard part until we, we started trying to run. Um, but yeah, super difficult. Um, and took me about a week to recover. It wasn't a week (laughs) like till I um, got to go back and I said, uh, you know, I'm feel like I'm going to die, but this is awesome. I can't wait to to do this again and and get better. That's awesome. Uh, and great. I mean, that's, that's awesome to hear that, um, kind of giving a shout out to the, to the guy who stuck with you. I mean, so many, so many guys, uh, within within the nation, right, have mm-hmm. usually kept coming back because someone someone stayed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone stayed with them when they were in the back uh, when they were the six. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, T claps to uh, to Anchor Bar. We'll make mm-hmm. sure he he, uh, he knows that. 
So, and then last little piece here. So, uh, well, I know two things. I, I like to always ask this. So did you splash Merlot? Not on the first workout. Um, <laughs> at, at several times um, past that, yes. But I actually wanted to bring out an interesting point here. It was a Saturday workout, my first one I had ever done. And I neglected to take into account that those are an hour instead of 45 minutes. Right. Um, yeah, so, so I'm out there. We're, we're like 10 minutes left in the workout, and I'm splashing Merlot. I'm, I'm in a bush like 20 feet away from everybody. I'm like, this is awful. This is terrible. So they're all circled up. I just go, I just, they're doing stuff. I just sit down, you know, and I'm just yeah. so defeated and down on myself. And, and, mm -hmm. um, so, so when they got done with their little exercise they were doing, they stopped and said, uh, You all right there, buddy? Uh, let me just tell you um, that everybody here should be working out as hard as you are. The fact that we're not all splashing Merlot is a testament to your commitment to this group. Oh, that's awesome. Which is uh, a w one way I never heard about it. Like I was questioning um, coming back to a Saturday workout ever until yeah. they said that. And that was super encouraging. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. that, it's, it isn't, uh, it's just an amazing way to think about it instead mm -hmm. of, oh, guess, I mean, yeah, everybody's going to be embarrassed when they're, they're splashing Merlot. Yeah. Uh, but to hear, hey, you know, that just means that you're working that much harder at we should be working as hard. That's a, that's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing right there. Sure. Oh, and then, so, so why white hat? How did that come about? All right. So, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to goose at this juncture for the super cool nickname. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, went through what I did and I'm in information security and mm -hmm. in it security, the attackers, the bad guys are called black hats. Yep. And so the people in my, on my side of the profession are the white hats. So that's where that came from. Okay. Simple enough. That's right. I've been asked if I'm a chef or an umpire or, or any other profession that might wear a hat that's <laughs> white. Um, but no, that's, that's the story. Are you a chef? That's great. Mm -hmm. Yep. I got that. That's great. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And, uh, yeah, we'll get the tea claps to, to goose as well. Mm -hmm. So, so now let's, let's talk about kind of the, the, the second act, I guess if you want to say, uh, life since F3. So, you know, you talked before, you know, you didn't have a lot of athletics in your background. Um, you were going through the Pogo 40, you're working out at the gym, fairly disciplined. Um, but let's, let's talk about your fitness since F3. Now, now obviously there's the, the picture that sort of kickstarted this whole thing, including you being on the podcast. So that's one aspect to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but in your words, you know, kind of how has your fitness been since you've been with F3? Mm -hmm. In a word, I would have to say accelerating because mm -hmm. after that first workout and then the subsequent ones I came back to, um, I just kept getting better and stronger and faster. Mm -hmm. And it didn't get easier as much as I got better and faster and stronger. Um, and, and started running and like had the motivation to run, which is something I never thought I'd say. Um, but this past year, I ran in the Palmetto 200. The, Did uh, you really? Yes, the relay race from Columbia to, to Charleston. And knowing that I had 11 other guys on the team that were depending on me to run my legs to the best of my ability was a tremendous motivation to get out there mm -hmm. and run. And in fact, I ran about 200 miles in preparation um, oh my for, gosh. for that relay. Not all at once. That, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, stuff like doing these uh, CSOPs, you know, my first mm -hmm. CSOP was uh, the Hog and Coyote down here. And it was a 16 mile ruck. You know, I mm -hmm. never would have thought to just go out and do something like that. 
Yeah. Um, another seesaw we have here is called the rooster and it's uh, mm -hmm. billed as the fastest marathon. So you got five runners, each of them runs a mile before passing the baton off. Mm -hmm. And then you run the last um, 1.2 miles together. And oh, that's uh, awesome. it, it was awesome. Um, I've done it twice now. Um, and as somebody who had you asked me the first entire year of F3, I would just say, yep, not a runner. People would say about doing 5Ks or 10Ks or half marathons. I'm like, yep, I'm not a runner. That's not me. Um, yep. But to see the motivation that F3 has instilled in me and the confidence to just go out there, and it's like, so, so you can't run your seven-minute mile. So what? You know, you can mm -hmm. do your 10-minute mile, and that's good enough for our yeah. group um, because it's, it's accelerating. It's getting better. And that's what it's about. Um, yeah. And, you know, still to this day, still keep accelerating, still look for those challenging workouts. Um, and, you know, to go with that, hey, I'm not a runner, I would never go to a running AO until um, the first P200 I was around for, I drove for the team. I didn't mm -hmm. run because, you know, I wasn't a runner, obviously. And so, so I just drove for those guys. I saw the kind of camaraderie um, and the way the guys came together and just enjoyed each other's company while doing something that was really dumb and awful and just got motivated. So after driving for that P200 team, then I started going to running AOs. It's like, I want to be better. I want to do this. I saw how much, um, quote, fun this was and wanted to to be more into it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats on running the Palmetto, too. That's mm -hmm. uh, that's a feat unto itself, mm -hmm. right? Thank you. So, well, great. And and I, that's a stark, that's a stark uh, contrast from where you were previously, right? That's and right. going through that that cyclical nature of um losing weight then i gained it back again losing weight gain it back and now to be to be accelerating and and to your point you know trying out these new things that from a fitness perspective you would have ne probably never thought about that's right uh, and, and the running being one of them i mean i i know i know what that's like to it's hard enough sometimes just to even get to like the boot camp and get those solid and then to think about well you know you could kind of focus on running mm -hmm. to your point I, i've been there myself no i don't <laughs> I don't want to run. I just want to stay put. That's right. Hmm. So, well, that's awesome. And now let's talk about, so you and I were discussing this before the podcast, mm -hmm. um, but this is the one where you were mentioning that you, you kind of felt the most impacted by from F3 and that is the fellowship piece. So, so let's, previously you were talking about, you really only had a few close friends. How has, how has your fellowship accelerated um, or changed or uh, grown since you, you've gotten involved with F3? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's grown. Um, coming out to F3 is really nice because um, I don't have any reason to question anybody's motives um, or the trust issues come up. And I'm like, we're just guys out here working hard. We're open and we're honest. And I don't have any reason not to trust these individuals by default. Mm -hmm. um, and to have that, to go to a workout and to know that that's going to be the case. Um, but to build up this community and to know that um, after posting for two years that where I go, I'm going to have a, a, a decent friend um, wherever mm -hmm. I go. Um, but at the same time, not losing sight of the new guys that come in and um, always have it in, on my mind and in my heart that um, this new guy that's posting today might be my next best friend. He might be the next person that, that I uh, let in really close and, and spend a lot of time with. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to uh, Goldplate um, down here. Um, just a tremendous, tremendous guy. And kind of like anchor bar, somebody I would never hang out with outside of F3. Um, but somebody who has always been there. And to this day we go and pre-ruck or pre-run, um, a workout 
And, you know, he's always a good listening ear. And I feel like we support each other. Um, not that uh, it's ironing sharp, sh- iron sharpening iron. It's I'm making him better. He's making me better at the same time. And just to have that close fellowship. And that's just one example of somebody who, who's an F3 that I'm really close with. And I could rattle off uh, about a dozen others that I look forward to seeing it work out. And, you know, just uh, really good friends, really good guys. And I enjoy that my fellowship has expanded um, to a place of uh, mistrust, to a place of trusting by default and really opening up, getting to know people and being transparent. Yeah. No, the, the, the word that comes to mind there is vulnerability, right? That's right. That's um, right. Just absolutely being able to, to be vulnerable. And, and to your point, I, that's something I, I, I had never even thought about either. It's just the idea that, you know, the next the next FNG that shows up could be that really great friend that you connect with, that you, you know, spend the next few years just really getting to know and um, getting to love. So, mm-hmm. True. so that's awesome. Um, and then to kind of tie it all together here, um, tell me about, and you alluded to this before, right? You were, you were really already on this trajectory. You were kind of already accelerating uh, within your faith mm-hmm. um, and sort of finding what that meant for you and being able to hold on to that in terms that, that you understood, um, and not something that was handed down to you. Um, so how has faith, your faith been impacted? Um, again, I'll open it up to sort of the, the greater sense of uh, the sense of something greater impact within the community and and your personal Mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. Well, I, um, sometimes deal with uh, social anxiety. So I'm like nervous to talk in front of people and really open up, uh, something that F3's helped with. Um, but an area in my faith that's helped with is evangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to know somebody and to be able to talk about my faith right off. Um, praying in public was something I would have run from before F3. But to be able mm-hmm. to come out with these guys and to to pray in front of them, to pray with them, um, to share life, I've really grown in that area uh, thanks to F3. And again, it has a lot to do with the vulnerability um, and the, the, um, the implicit trust that comes with being out there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you very much for sharing all that, man. I know that's uh, to, to your point of <laughs> and having social anxiety. Well, you're, you're obviously on the podcast, so yeah, I'm not doing too uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, and, and looking at this, you know, kind of seeing how each of these has been impacted in, in its own regard um, is definitely, you know, it seems like this F3 has definitely been kind of an accelerant for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, not only the fitness piece is, is really obvious, but the fellowship piece, I mean, you might never know unless, you know, you have an, a, a medium like this or if we were to um, sit down and talk someday. That's right. Um, but really, I appreciate you, you know, being vulnerable and sharing your story and kind of sharing these things um, that have impacted you and, and sharing the names of some of the guys um, who have impacted you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, um, do you have any closing thoughts for the packs? Anything that you'd like to share? Anything that's on your heart? Uh, a couple things. Uh, let me start off with a, a Bible verse. It's 1 Corinthians six nineteen. Mm-hmm. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And that's a verse I try to hold on to as far as physical motivation about eating right, about working out, about not going too hard uh, so much that I injure myself, which I have mm-hmm. done before. Um, and um, it's funny, the, the church of the 21st century has certain sins that we just kind of overlook, that we just kind of sail right past and don't give a second thought. Um, 
And one of those is gluttony. You know, you ever mm -hmm. been to a church uh, potluck or a ice cream social? Um, yeah. And, you, you know, trying to get guys to understand, and this is a good verse for them, that their bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And mm -hmm. um, to be good stewards over those bodies, as you would be a good steward over um, money or possessions or anything else. Your body is one of the most valuable um, gifts that God has given you. Um, yeah. And you've been charged with the with the love and the care of that. Yeah. No, that's great. And something else I wanted to um, throw in here. Uh, when I first started F3, you know, I had all these guys that I looked up to. And um, when new guys would come in, I would be like, okay, let me help these guys along as I've been helped along. Um, but I've learned that no matter what their tenure, um, your brothers still need to be encouraged. They still need to be looked in on and checked on. Um, and if you, or if I... Um, I shouldn't hesitate to reach out to packs around me if I need help mm -hmm. of any kind. Um, and I should be checking up on my fellow packs as well. Um, I had a, a dear friend recently commit suicide and mm. looking back on that and seeing what could I have done? Have I called more frequently? Um, could we have gone to dinner? Could we have um, shared our lives in other ways? Um, and to know that that happens in F3 as well. I haven't uh, experienced that personally yet, but it does happen. And, um, you never know the battle that somebody else is facing and it's, yeah. uh, it's up to us as brothers to check up on each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, definitely. Thank you for sharing that. It's, it's a good reminder too, to, you know, I, I liked your, your statement there. Don't hesitate to reach out. That includes both sides, right? That's both right. if you're hurting and to reach out to the guys who, who may be hurting themselves. That's right. It can be tempting to think, oh, well, we're, you know, we're in F3, we're all, you know, accelerating together. And so we're all kind of on this trajectory. Everybody's doing great. Everybody's strong. Meanwhile, there may be somebody who's, you know, not saying something who really is hurting and That's just right. needs somebody to come along. So, yeah, thank you very much for that reminder. Well, I'll go as far as to say there's definitely somebody hurting. Mm -hmm. There's definitely somebody out there that's really struggling and, and needs a hand up for sure. Yeah, That's great. All right. Well, uh, with Whitehead, if, uh, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the, uh, what's the best method for them to do that? The best method is going to be on Twitter. So it's mm -hmm. at F3 underscore Whitehead. All one word. All one word. All one word. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, well, Whitehead, thank you very much again for being on the podcast tonight. This was, this was great. I, I really enjoyed talking with you and, and hearing your, uh, your stories and, and just how F3 has impacted your life. So thank you again. Great. Thank you, Short Circuit. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, with that, we wrap up episode 20. You are, your episode number is 20. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we wrap up episode 20. Thank you again uh, for listening. Uh, stay sharp, and we will, uh, we'll see you in the gloom. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the gloom. Today, 